This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld And it is Medicine Monday, people What does that mean? What do you mean? Medicine Monday, Deandra. Like I'm calling Mondays Medicine Mondays now. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That? I forgot what about that. What does that mean? I was like, what oh. are, what's <laughs> I was like, are you taking medicine? I <laughs> I should. I um, took a couple Tums this morning. My stomach was a little unsettled. Do you know that I'm not a Tums person? Like, like I've never taken a Tums and I have like the most stomach problems I've ever like did out you, of any Did you do like Alka-Seltzer or? No, I never have taken any of those things. Pepto-Bismol? No, not like when I was little, I used to drink Pepto-Bismol, but like. Barry's, Barry's had a stomach, of, a stomach of steel. No, 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 no. <laughs> Maybe um, you should. Oh my God, Tums are, Tums are delicious. Delicious. I know. So I've heard that people like actually just thoroughly enjoy them. <laughs> it's a love it's a love hate thing like my sister hates toms like she thinks they're so gross but i'm like i'll have three instead of two i know this is a very old story but i know someone who knows someone who like literally ate the uh, bottle as a kid because they were delicious and he started like foaming at the mouth because yeah yeah no you can't like more than a few at a time is really not the way to go but i do yes. i love a tom um, so this is a bravo podcast and we are not getting paid to talk about toms <laughs> this, 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 this podcast was paid for by pfizer honestly this is how people organically get um deals though because you're not you're just like talking about your experience i know that tom's probably wouldn't want me to have said that story but you know what they're not paying me so tom's, <laughs> tom's should not make you foam at the mouth when taken in the proper <laughs> dosage okay, okay. Let's, let's get let's get into this episode um okay for, wait first of all before we talk about real housewives of atlanta because that is our main topic of discussion today did you see the drama between um Ms. Kelly Dodd and Ms. Lisa Vanderpump this weekend. Okay, yes. But here's the thing with Kelly is every time something happens with her, her main defense is always like, that was six years ago, right? <laughs> every single thing. That was six years ago. And I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Annoying. So it was this weird. So basically Lisa Vanderpump was doing an interview. She's been, let's say, in the press lately because her new e-show has been coming out. And th- I think they asked her if she's ever had like a bad experience with a Bravo celebrity at one of her restaurants. And she basically said that Kelly Dodd was banned from her restaurants because she dined and dashed one time at pump. And so Kelly Dodd got wind of this or Kelly Leventhal as she is now on Twitter. It took me a second. Um, 
And she basically was like, that was six years ago. Like I was with Vicky and friends and we split the check and I didn't leave without paying. And this is a lie and it's a smear campaign. And also the food was bad and your Yelp reviews suck. And I would never go back anyway. <laughs> and and there's the Kelly that we all know. <laughs> so I will say I, I have not been to any of Lisa Vanderpump's restaurants myself, but I have heard, I'll say mixed things from, from people who have attended. So I'm not, I don't Regarding think Kelly what, is necessarily- food? Regarding the, food, the food, yeah, mostly the food. Um, mm-hmm. I, so I don't think Kelly is necessarily like 100% off base with the Yelp comments, but obviously not like the nicest thing to say. Right. I've I've only been to the um, cocktail garden in Vegas and I was so hungover that I don't remember any of the food tastes like, but the drinks were good. I, That's all I, high F. I have so. heard that as well, that the drinks are are the reason to go. And also, you know, because you might see a, a Bravo celebrity. As we your did. We were the biggest Bravo celebrities that were in. No, okay, <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, know. I, I and the drama between housewives is so funny because it's like so irrelevant and like you don't know when something like this occurs, like what the point of it was. But it just, I feel like, is done to for people to take sides. That's that's what I think. And you know, I'm kind of team no one here. I, I believe yeah. I'm not, I would never say I'm team Kelly, but I also don't really care for Lisa Vanderpump. Um, let's, let's talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta. We are headed to New Orleans and I feel like this trip is already off to a better start than the South Carolina girls trip. It's a great start. I mean, it's clearly a little bit of competition in Drew's blood, I would say. Like she's doing things like for points, it seems, but also out of the goodness of her heart. But yeah, they all take a private jet. They all are doing everything. And then it goes downhill really fast. But just to be honest, I was texting you yesterday. Like, I just really want to go to New Orleans, like so bad. So anytime I see like any of these trips, I get like so jealous because it's it's on my list. It's the top of my list. Of I am. I'm dying to go back. I went to school in New Orleans, so I lived there for four years, but I I want to go back more than anything. I was supposed to go last year and obviously that didn't happen. Okay. So right. I right off the bat, we have to talk about, so it was a big deal in South Carolina. Kenya brought her daughter, but didn't extend that offer to anyone else. And so this time Drew made a point <laughs> of inviting everyone to bring their children. And lo and behold, Kenya was the only one that took advantage of that offer, which is just, I don't think it's Kenya's fault, but I, it, it doesn't put her in the best light right off the bat. Cause it's kind of like, really again, <laughs> you know, damn well that there is a side chat and all of them are like, we're not bringing our kids. Right. And no one told Kenya, but at the same time, Portia in hers, in her side um, interview was like, I never said I was bringing um, PJ. I just wanted to be like invited. Hey. And so it's a girl's trip. I'm not bringing my daughter. And it's like, Kenya, I get it. I mean, listen, I'm, I will not talk shit about this. Like you don't know what's going on at home or who they have to watch their children. But at the same time, like if you're going on another girl's trip, like, I don't know, could you do something to like, right. I enjoy the kind of thing where it's like, I would never want to get into the territory of like mom shaming or anything like that. But it's like, I mean, it's a work trip. Like I, I think that it would be probably better for everyone involved if 
if Brooklyn wasn't there, but whatever. I mean, she we- did have the nanny there, but still, it's a it's another like thing that you have to worry about as opposed to her being home. I don't know. Listen, I don't right. know. So, I don't know. So we get to the hotel, which, by the way, they are staying at the Hotel Indigo, which is a hotel I have stayed at myself. It's, you know... I, it's a nice hotel. It's not like super, super luxury, but I think Drew chose a good location. I don't know if Drew actually chose it, but um, they, so Drew says that Cynthia is going to get the best room and as sweet. And that's kind of like an olive branch because she couldn't sing at the wedding, which that sure. I totally understood though. Like I thought it was nice. And it's funny to compare it to Real Housewives of New York when Luann got married to Tom and for like six months after was like, I should get the nicest room. I just got married. This is <laughs> this is no. like the non-obnoxious version of that. Yeah. But so for the rest of the rooms, Drew says the rooms are not all the same size and they are going to have a booty bounce competition um, to see who gets the nicest rooms. And Kenya is just not having it. She's like, I'm not going to do it. Just give me my key, please. Yeah, Kenya said, I'm not, well, she actually said, I'm not degrading myself to that. And it's like, girlfriend, it's all fun. And like, look at every other girl's trip you guys have gone on. They make it a thing. It's like an activity. But I do have to say- You're on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Correct. Just (laughs) play along. She did ask nicely. She did. She said, can I have my room key? Like, I'm not doing this, whatever. So she did ask a few times where at that point, like she very well just should have been given her room key that she didn't want to partake, but she had, then you go, there you go. Feeling bad for Kenya. And did she have ulterior motives? Yes. She upgraded her room. Like she knew what she was doing. She doesn't even go to the room first. She immediately walks into the front desk and just says, do you have any suites available? And I love that um, later in the episode, she says that she can't believe that drew set her up in the smallest room after they were supposed to be starting fresh. And she says the quote, the nerve of them to not put her in a suite. And it's like, girl, I'm sorry. I, that room, it was not like the most extravagant hotel room. Sure. But nobody was setting her up. Like the room, the room that she had in that hotel was not comparable to the room that she gave Marlo in the house in South Carolina. Exactly. But I just, these women, all of them as a whole, as a unit, spend so much energy caring about their hotel room that it's like exhausting (laughs) to watch. I'm like, guys, that's not even like why you're there. You're there to leave the hotel. Actually, that goes for any trip, not just housewives. It's like, who cares? But they're and they're not paying for it. So it's like one thing, right? I don't think they're paying for it. Well, yeah. I mean, they don't pay for the rooms. Kenya said she would pay for her upgrade, which I think is a difference. But no, I mean, they're not paying. This isn't a trip that they are like funding themselves. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from 
start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want with tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences. Every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. So we do leave the hotel eventually. We're going on this bike ride. They're in the French Quarter by the river. It looks so pretty. I just, mm-hmm. I wanted to be there so bad. Um, and Wait, Dylan, I just like envisioned me and you like on bikes in the background though. Like, so like it, not everyone would uh, know we were on the trip. Like you can yeah. see us in camera. I actually have done a bike tour in New Orleans oh. and it was a lot of fun. Um <laughs> But so then they go to dinner at Acme Oyster House, which is, you know, a famous restaurant in New Orleans. They're sitting in this private room. They're trying fried alligator and, you know, all these different, they got the oysters. Barry, I know this is not your um, your area of uh, expertise, the, the different seafoods, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. so things seem to be going well. Everybody's having a great time on the bike ride, actually. Drew, I... I appreciated that Drew was acknowledging how much fun Kenya can be when Kenya's in the mood to have fun. Like Drew is at the point. It's like a backhanded compliment. I mean, yeah, but I think it shows that Drew is at a point where she and Kenya have their specific issues, but she doesn't Mm -hmm. like hate Kenya as a person. She just is like frustrated with the way that she acts. But then I think the whole group is, is frustrated with Latoya. Yes. And so we get to dinner. And um, so Latoya has already said she isn't drinking earlier at the hotel. And everyone's kind of like, why is she not drinking? Is she pregnant? Blah, blah, blah. And it again comes up. And Drew Drew really can't, can't seem to leave alone the fact that Latoya has said she's not drinking. She's asking her why several times. <laughs> and this is one thing to me where it's like, I get that I get that there's like something kind of under the surface between the two of them, but like the not drinking thing is just like, just leave it. Also don't, you don't ask a, a question like that multiple times, number one, and in front of a group of people, number two, like it's, she answered, but we've already seen Latoya. Like she's, she's not in the best place with anyone right now. So she's like already on edge. You can tell a little bit. There's a little, she's not a hundred percent comfortable. So when she starts like going out and she's like making a little beat, which I love, she's like, I'm not drinking, bitch. I'm not drinking. And so then of course, like, you call Drew a bitch? You just call (laughs) Drew a bitch. But like it it is like she again, Mo, it's like all any of the ladies, like she didn't have to go there. She could have just been like, I'm not drinking, leave it alone. Don't ask me again. Well, so, right. So for the first kind of segment of this scene, I was like, what is like, what is Drew's deal? Like, she is really not leaving this alone. They say that she's Mm -hmm. like a dog with a bone. And then we start to get this backstory that apparently the night of that niece night, apparently Drew and her driver slash assistant Danny took Latoya home and they were having this whole conversation about Latoya was going to, 
you know, like stop drinking and do this cleanse and all of this detox stuff. And apparently Danny invited her to church or something. And Drew didn't know she was going to church. So she saw her there. It all feels a little like there's a piece of the puzzle that we're not getting yet. Mm -hmm. And we've seen in the mid season trailer that there's this, somebody screwed the pastor um, storyline that's happening. And I feel like this is kind of our first introduction to that uh, line of plot, but we haven't really gotten like, we haven't really gotten the full um, picture yet. And I think, I think like in the next episode or two, we'll probably dive a little deeper and it'll start to make sense. But basically Drew is like, okay, so we have this whole conversation and then you were drinking at the Halloween party obviously and now you're not so she she i understand why she's curious but at the same time it's like leave her alone right she clearly just wants latoya to say i'm embarrassed by my actions and think that it's best that i don't drink anymore but she wouldn't say she's not going to say that on camera and in front of people but that's what we feel is happening right now but i just you feel bad too because you're going to new orleans and you're on a girl's trip like you you want to be drinking there the whole time but I don't know, even know if the next half of the trip she does or if she actually sticks to it and like whatever we'll that's to her. That's her business. But the next this trip is broken down by activities. And the Wait, next a, one was. Yeah, I have a question for that night. Oh God, did you what? what did you think about Kenya's um, assertion that Drew was bullying Latoya? Because that's no, obviously no. a big housewives buzzword. And well, I think it's usually incorrectly used by housewives. But the thing is, she was saying how I don't like that word. I don't like that word. Like, you know, everyone, I don't like that word, but it's it's for right now. I think that she felt uh, it was an open opportunity because Drew was the one being rude to LaToya for her to say that. But I don't think, and then you know what? Anyone can come back and be like, okay, Barry, so then what do you consider bullying? I get it that Drew was hounding her at the table. So I think that could, you know, fall under the umbrella and be a form of bullying, but I wouldn't call Drew a bully. I would. Yeah. I would say it was more kind of like badgering, you know, like she wouldn't leave her alone, but I don't think it was, I don't think it was meant to be mean spirited. I just think it was probably not the best way to go about it. I don't even think Latoya's behavior at the Halloween party was bullying. I think she was just being mean. Bullying is just its own. Its <laughs> right, own. There's, there's a difference between making bitchy comments and being a bully. Yeah. Like it wasn't. Yeah. No, I, I just think Kenya doesn't like Drew and was trying the, anything. But we what was what's the term, Dylan, for this booty, this booty twerking class? What was that term that they were calling it? Um, Shake shake shit no no it was a uh, oh it was zydeco like a, yeah yeah so i've okay, never they, heard like, of that Z- they said zydeco and then they it was i mean it was like a bounce class yeah <laughs> like, so I, I don't know it looked so freaking fun and so something like me and my girlfriends would do i do have to say i was so envious of watching all of these ladies shake and bounce their ass i practiced this morning and i did like figure out that I am team candy with this and no, it doesn't matter what you have in your trunk. You might just not be able to bounce your booty. Like you can't, like I can't. I was really team Marlo because Marlo's back was hurting. She didn't, (laughs) um, she didn't go to dinner the night before or on the bike ride. 
Her I, nephews so they had jumped frozen, on her. <laughs> they had frozen daiquiris at the front of the room and Marlo did not put her cup down the entire dance class. Literally, she's like, she's like grinding on the wall. She's like shaking on Portia with styrofoam cup in hand the whole time. Marlo's outfit for this was chef's kiss. It was that those sil- that silky pajama look where it's just so yes. she- Oh my God. But I'm this, like, if, this if I wore that, I would look like a clown. But <laughs> no. on her... This Ugh. class was just so, f- I was really, I'm like, I'm going to this dance instructor and I'm going the way she was Mojo. walking through it. Yeah. She was like, just, just like bend the knees, bend the knees. And it's like, girl, you can try as hard as you can. There is no shaking coming out of mine. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay, so then after the class, everyone else goes back to the bus and Portia and Marlo stay behind to have a little talk. The night before, we saw Portia with Shamia and Drew back at the hotel, and Portia is really questioning if her friendship with Marlo was ever that genuine, because now she feels like Marlo has sort of abandoned her for Kenya, Mm -hmm. which I think those feelings are valid. I think Marlo has found herself in the middle of a really contentious situation, Mm -hmm. and the way that she's been kind of you know, playing on Kenya's side after this Bolo thing, I totally understand why Portia feels let down by her. And I think this conversation that they had was really important and really necessary because Marlo, I think at the end of the day, is the kind of person where she doesn't always, she doesn't always like think through the the way that her actions affect people. And yeah. so Marlo's like, I don't, I don't want to have issues with you. I don't want to have issues with Kenya. I literally just want to be, you know, friends with you guys. And I think, I, I think that she is, I think that she's like being honest with that, but I think that she doesn't realize that the way she's going about being friends with Kenya is directly affecting her relationship with Portia. 
Yeah, Portia was just concerned about the timing of when all this happened, which right. is totally understandable. But I do have to say before that, that this is the type of conversation we love to see. Like they each told each other what they were feeling. Mm -hmm. They got to the bottom of it. Although on Twitter, it doesn't seem that way because we're everyone's like going after each other. But Ooh. well, we just yeah. we filmed a reunion in the last few days. So it yes. seems like there might be a few more ruffled feathers now. But but Portia was like, I don't care that you're friends with Kenya. I don't care. I just don't want that to affect how you're friends with me. And to be honest, Portia is reminding me of Jackie right now in Jersey where she's like, I don't care. Like everyone stop bringing it up to me. Yeah. Like it's how I'm feeling. Like this is just how I feel like I'm telling you and now let's move on. So they did hug and make up, but I don't know. I feel like now we don't know. I don't know how Kenya feels about this though, because she obviously knows damn well what they were talking about in the room. And now she knows she's under Portia's skin. Like she got under Portia's skin. As much as I want to believe that Kenya has good intentions with Marlo, I do feel like she kind of sees Marlo like a pawn that she can, you know, sort of use to get back at Portia. Yeah. And the whole, I mean, I still feel like she's not fully moved on from whatever's happening with the Bolo rumor. Like, I still feel like she's kind of like trying to milk that a little more. And, you know, she is telling Shamia on the bus that basically... She's like, Shamia, you're so loyal to Portia and that loyalty hasn't been returned to you. And in her confessional, she calls Shamia a lapdog, which I just think is rude. I mean, let's yeah. be honest. Portia's the reason Shamia's on the show. They are friends. They have been friends for a long time. So to call her a lapdog, it's like, no, they're just like actually friends with each other. Um, I don't know. I'm Yeah, I'm really curious to see kind of what's going to happen with Marlo, but I was glad that we got this moment. To be honest, I thought a lot more was going to come out of that argument with Shamia on the bus. And I was like, oh, I like thought it was like uh, going to be like a fight, but it was it like settled down or they just didn't show it. But I was like, go Shamia, go. But yeah, I agree with you 100 percent. She's friends with Portia. Like that was really, really There's rude, a difference. But there's a difference between somebody who is kind of friends on the show and maybe they're not always you know, good to each other and to people who actually like have a real life relationship. And Portia mm -hmm. is like Portia's a star on the Housewives. Like she's not always like there because like she's not there because of Shamia. Shamia's there because of her. So I feel like you have to kind of acknowledge that that it's like okay, their relationship on Housewives is not necessarily representative of their entire relationship with each other. Right. I don't know exactly. Okay, let's get into our new segment. It's time for the grab the skinny pop moment of the day. Endless entertainment calls for endless popcorn. Luckily, every kernel of Skinny Pop is so light, crunchy, and delicious that I can eat it by the handful or even the bag full. And yes, I have done that. Um, okay, so our Grab the Skinny Pop moment, we're each going to pick a moment from the episode that really, you know, just held our attention, made us look away from what we were doing, and of course, grab the Skinny Pop. So Barry, which moment made you grab the popcorn this week? The bounce class, without a doubt. I mean... I could have eaten an entire bag of Skinny Pop just watching those girls' booties bounce up and down, and uh, I wouldn't have missed a beat. What was yours, Dylan? Okay, so you were grabbing your Skinny Pop for the for the fun, and I was grabbing mine for the drama. Mine mm -hmm. was that dinner at Acme Oyster House when 
they, you know, were going back and forth, Drew and LaToya, and we started getting the backstory with, um, you know, inviting her to church and introducing her to Pastor Lot. And then when LaToya said, okay, Sparkles, and got up and left the room. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Oh my gosh. LaToya, LaToya knows how to get under my skin sometimes, but at the same time, I appreciate that she is bringing, she's bringing the moments every week. Um, and you know, after last week's Halloween party, I thought this episode did not disappoint. And I, I am, I'm having a really good time with this season of Atlanta. Now it was like a little bit of a slower start, but now every week I'm just, I'm into it. I completely agree. Well, that's today's grab the skinny pop moment. You can grab skinny pop yourself at retailers nationwide or go to shop now page on skinnypop.com. And you guys, we will be back with another episode on Thursday. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. We love those five-star reviews. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches and subscribe to our brand new Mention It All newsletter presented by Skinny Pop launching this week at Betches.co slash Bravo newsletter. And just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.